Uh, well, originally when uh, Rabbi Steve Berg was scheduled to uh, be with us here at JM in the AM, it was to discuss the fact that we're going to be together, Bezrat Hashem, this coming Pesach, spending Pesach in Puerto Rico. We've spent a lot of time on the uh, Gashmius. We've spent a lot of time on the culinary delights that are being done by the all-star cast under the leadership of Elon Kornblum. And we figured we'd get an opportunity to speak a little bit about the uh, Ruchnius, about the uh, how much he looks forward to presenting on so many different topics to the... Um, to the uh, to the audience, to the gathering, to the people who are attending, to us, we're going to be attending uh, the Club Kosher event in Puerto Rico. Well, Rabbi Steve Berg is the uh, Director General of Aisha Torah in Israel, as many of you know. And yesterday, if you were paying careful attention to the news, uh, the Aisha Torah family, in addition to the Jewish family in general, suffered quite a loss. Rabbi Steve Berg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Malcolm. The um, Look, we all hear what's happening today, another three attacks. Uh, we wonder about, and we're told that you know people who are in Israel really don't feel it, although they're being extra cautious, etc. Yesterday, when this happened at Sharyafo, all of us start to think of you know being there about a million times, and so many people in this audience, of course, have been there. And uh, at some point, you learned that somebody who's part of the Aisha Torah family was actually one of the victims. Tell us what happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rabbi Biermacher, uh, Olaf Shalom, who was, was attacked and killed, and I just, just want to play out a few hours beforehand, which is uh, at 10 a.m. he was here, and he taught uh, a group of young uh, students from Panama um, who were here, teenagers, who were here for just a short while, um, who at some point they tried to cut the shear, and, and the kids asked for it to go longer because they, they loved his class. 11 a.m. he gave his regular shear. At noon he gave... A schmooze to the, the boys in the, uh, in the South American program, the Spanish program here at Aish, and then about a quarter to one he left, and by 1.15 he was, uh, he was murdered by terrorists. That was, uh, that was our day yesterday, and then, you know, it was, he was in the hospital and they, they tried their best to, to save him, and then we found out later, uh, in the day that, that he had passed away, and then the yeshiva went to the Levi last night that took place at 11.30, and then uh, we finished the Harmonukas at uh, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. That was that was our day. So he's giving shear at uh, 10 a.m., and uh, then this happens in the early part of the afternoon. It's unbe- you know, the whole thing, the way you've just described it, is so hard to believe. I mean, you know, we, we don't... We, thousands of miles away and just reading news reports and everything becomes, you know, statistics and stories, we don't think about... Uh, you know how just how how crazy it is that at a, you know within a moment the enemy decides to attack and we lose another one of our precious people and the way you've described him both here and on social media uh, obviously a very very precious person and I can only imagine what his family is going through it's a uh, it, it's I'm speechless it's just what what is there to say what is there to say uh, there's there's very little to say. I mean, he had uh, seven children, aged two to eighteen. You know, he was 45 years old. He spent all his time, you know, teaching students that didn't have a strong Jewish background. And, and I, I tell you, uh, you know, my personal emotions. I go from being heartbroken, obviously, and you know, we had Hispadim in the yeshiva today as well. But I'm also outraged, and I think that the the Jews of America and the Jews of the world need to understand that. You know, he was killed in the streets of Jerusalem for being a Jew. And, and Shariafo, there's not a listener 
to your program that has not walked through Shariafa. I walked by Shariafa twice yesterday. This is an attack against the entire Jewish world. It's time for us to be outraged. It's time for us to stop getting used to it. I mean, the hard enough attack was over a year ago, and here we are again. And, and I really think that every Jew in the world has got to pick up a phone. They've got to call politicians. They, they just, there has to be outrage. We have to... We have to stop being used to this. I mean, this is, this is, you know, what's going on in the Palestinian Authority and their schools being indoctrinated to hate Jews. And this is how it's playing out in the streets. And, and I just, you know, it's just, it just can't just be another incident. We've gotta, we've gotta scream and yell and, and show our outrage. It's time for the Jews. We just can't get killed in our own streets like this. Well, I understand what you're asking, you know, those in the United States and other areas of the world to do, but I just, you know, I wonder about what happens in Israel, and I wonder what, what the reaction is by government officials and by, you know, security forces. Maybe, maybe there is no way to prevent these because they're such a unique type of attack and such, you know, and and a tactic that is, you know, never been seen before, so to speak. But it seems that, uh, you know, again, there's just there's, everyone's getting used to it. Everyone's getting used to it at every level and in every area. Absolutely, and, and there's an ebb and flow, meaning, you know, you'll have attacks and then they'll, they'll, they'll flood, you know, the streets with police or with army, but you can't, you can't sustain that. You can't live in a police state and you can't sustain that type of manpower beyond every corner. And, and they wait strategically and then when it ebbs back down, then they go out and they, they do this again. And, and it's, you know, I have to tell you, we deal, especially here, I mean, we are, in, in the Kotel Plaza, we deal with the police, we deal with the army, because you know, we're, we're the only private entrance that goes out into Kotel Plaza. We're, you know, 200 feet from Harabaya, so we, we see everything every day. Um, they really are trying their hardest, and they're working hard, but this is just this is outrageous. I mean, you literally uh, have people that hate us walking the streets, uh, committing these, ter- these, these terrible acts, these terrorists, and, and you know, something's got to change, and it's not on our end. It's not on our end. And, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you just read the newspapers, you see the UN, you see what's going on around the country, you see that Iran, you know, which is, is one of the most anti-Semitic regimes in, in, in the world, getting away with literally murder and all these other things. We, it's time for the Jews to just be outraged and to, to bang their fists down and, and, you know, and, and tell the world that they gotta, you know, they gotta step up. I assume Rabbi uh, Biermacher leaves a family. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, just, uh, you know, all, all these random attacks are taking place, and uh, this reminds us how premeditated they are and how quickly they happen and how everyone, I guess, in Israel is walking the streets with a little bit of a uh, apprehension. I don't, I don't like to paint a picture like this because, as some of our listeners point out who just were in touch with us in the Shomron, we've got to keep encouraging people to go, but this is the reality, and I'm sure you walk the streets differently than you used to in Yerushalayim. It is the reality. I mean, I walked by Sharyafa yesterday morning. I walked back, you know, in the afternoon. You know, you can't get in and out of the old city without walking by there. But, you know, I would just tell people, I went to the plaza yesterday for a meeting with with one of your favorite rabbis in the world, Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Glasser, who was here. I had breakfast with him. And uh, it was empty. It was empty. And, and, and I really do think that people need to step up. They do need to come. They do need to show show their support. And the other thing I would, I would just mention is that, you know, he left seven kids, as I said, the youngest two, the oldest, 18. And I do think that people should donate on H.com. We actually, at the end of the article, we're raising money for the family, not just for now, but in years to come, because 
you know, not one of those those children will have their father at their wedding. And, and that's what we're thinking about right now is about, you know, as, as outraged as we are, as heartbroken as we are, we're also thinking about what the next 20 or 30 years of those children. And uh, so I would encourage everyone to please uh, donate generously. 100% of the money is, is going straight to the family. And um, and this story, this type of uh, of episode with, with families being left and children now fatherless, uh, or motherless, as the case might be. Um, this is being replayed too many times all over Israel. Everybody has an opportunity to uh, support the survivors of the Biermacher family. You can go to h.com to do so. And, again, I don't know what there is to say. Rabbi Steve Berg is Director General of Eish Torah. He originally was planning, as I, as I was, to speak about our plans for Pesach and the spiritual aspect of our Puerto Rican program, but uh, this certainly has made us rethink today's conversation and uh, gave us, gave us an opportunity for a first-hand report from somebody whose organization and family uh, suffered from the tragedy of yesterday. Just unbelievable, as you said. Sheer at 10 a.m. and uh, murdered just a few hours later at Sharyafa, a place we're all so familiar with. Uh, Rabbi Steve Berg, thank you for joining us. Rabbi Birmacher's memory should be a blessing for all of Israel, and uh, hopefully... Hopefully, between Israeli authorities and uh, and those around the world who we must pressure, hopefully these attacks will stop and uh, and uh, we won't see any more bloodshed at the hand of the enemy. I thank you okay, for joining thank us. Thank you, Nachum. There he is, Rabbi Steve Berg. He's Director General at Asia Torah in Israel. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock, Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial and around the world in the web, jmandtheam.org.